0: Are you
1: with us? I am paying attention. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 76th episode of the Rough Cut Retrospective, a podcast that talks about movies and pop culture and keeps you distracted from the you know the slow crumbling of our societies as we, you know, fall towards lawlessness. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I'm here
0: with my lovely, lovely co-host, Mr. Carter Sims. Hi, how are you? In another life, Jackson, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you. Oh,
1: that's so sweet. And it's a reference to a movie that we're going to be talking about later, which is, Carter?
0: Everything, everywhere,
1: all at once. Yeah, which is going to be super fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's super awesome. Go see it. Um, If you haven't, Do. do yourself a favor. Go see it. Please. Um, but first, before we get into that, Carter, tell me something, boy.
2: Tell me something, boy.
0: Oh boy, Jackson. Well, as the listeners know, uh, we pre-recorded last uh, week's episode, so mm-hmm. we've missed out on quite a lot. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll boil it down to really the mainstream things that the people want to hear about. Morbius. Morbius Mania. Morbius sweet baby. Um, <laughs> so I saw this movie like a week and a half ago, I think. Okay. Uh Davy and I went up to the so Davey and I went to see Tangent. We went to go see Elton John in Indy, mm-hmm. right? And before then, we decided to go up early to Indy and go see Morbius.
1: That's so funny.
0: <laughs> so we went to literally the IMAX theater, like the big AMC, like mm-hmm. uh, IMAX theater to see Morbius. Um this movie is really bad. <laughs> and what are you talking about? It has a seventy percent
1: uh, positive review on Rotten Tomatoes by uh, fans. Well, it must be good.
0: I think some Snyderverse fans are in the Morbius sweep, and it's. Uh, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's quite frightening. I was telling you that if the Oscars somehow do this fan favorite thing again, Morbius it's is going winning. going to win the Oscars yeah. fan favorite, unless Zack Snyder is releasing a movie this year, but. Um. Yeah, this movie was uh barely a movie. You could definitely tell that it had di- like six different release dates. Like, yeah, it's like things just like kind of happen. There's like not even a plot. It's just like a bunch of things are happening, and then the movie's over. Do you and want to talk then, about
1: the end credits of it?
0: Yes, please, because right. it's one of the worst smushed in end credits scenes I've ever seen. The first yeah. one you haven't seen it, right, Jackson? Have you? I've you know seen. It?
1: I've seen the end credits. Okay, but you didn't. I see haven't the seen the movies. Okay, well yeah. don't.
0: Um, but yeah. So the first end credits scene is uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture from the MCU. Uh, <laughs> yep. comes into this Sony universe, which was all planned by Sony, by the way. Even the director was like, "Yeah, I didn't really want to do this," um, but. So then Michael Keaton, like the sky cracks open, like mm-hmm. in Spider Man No Way Home. And yep. then we go to a jail cell, and Michael Keaton's in jail. And he's like, I hope the food's better in this place or whatever.
1: Yeah. And- dude got transported out of the existence of his wife and daughter. And he's like, Oh, I wonder what t- to eat around here.
0: <laughs> It's so stupid it's so dumb and so basically they're like then they like, it's a news coverage of like oh um what's his what's his actual name like self-identified identified name? adrian tombs yeah there we go it's like Has just he... popped up in a cell or something it's
1: so it makes no sense it completely undercuts the i mean not that there's a ton of logic in uh no way home don't get me wrong but like this doesn't even make a lick of sense in that no. context.
0: And it was all play it wasn't like Kevin feige had nothing to do with it. It was like basically a Sony decision to like hedge this in. So then yeah. that's the first one. And then the second one is even crazier.
1: It is. It's because, it's really dumb.
0: <laughs> because then uh Jared Leto's uh Michael Morbius um who basically also is like touted as the hero of his own movie, the entirety of the movie, uh-huh. uh is driving a car, he meets vulture in like the desert or something and the vulture has all of his like vulture gear which i guess he's just like made in this universe Yeah, because
1: the (laughs) tinker unless he like found the tinker but then here's what's stupid about it right is the reason they can develop the vulture stuff is with the tech that they scavenged from the 2012 avengers incident which did right. not
0: happen in this universe so it doesn't make any sense. so yeah so that's the first nitpick of it what still looks
1: better though i will say they upgraded it and it looks yeah like a
0: little bit better and i'm not really convinced that even michael keaton was there on the day because no
1: he that was clearly like he clearly <laughs> was in a sound studio like yeah just doing some lines um, you did not see his face in that
0: so anyway he shows up and he's like hey dr morbius uh I, guess I don't know how I mean, got here. I think, I think it has it's got something, something to do with
1: to Spider it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It's so stupid. And then it's then...
0: like, uh, you, you go ahead. I think you're about to say it.
1: Well, and then he's just like, I'm intrigued. Or like he says something like that intriguing. Like that's all he says back to it.
0: Uh, yeah, because then back like to, uh, Vulture's uh, the like, Vulture. like, I think in you and I should we team, team up. up. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and then it's so like,
0: intriguing. So like now he's a villain. Well, first of all,
1: Maybe he thinks Spider Man is a bad guy and he thinks he's making like the Avengers for the Sony verse, but like sure, actually, he's making the bad guy team. But like, and he, he just, doesn't just, even doesn't realize it,
0: he doesn't even know who Spider Man is. Like, he's I know. not even referenced in this movie, <laughs> so goofy in any way. But, um, so yeah, so I guess really you didn't have to see this movie, you all you have to do is watch these like five minute post credits scenes, and then you can know what's happening in this Spider Man Sony verse. Which is I just, simply
1: refuse to believe that the Vulture is out of the MCU. It's just, nope, that's not a thing. Uh, yeah. Nope. I, uh, he's the he, best character, like villain, who's still alive in the MCU. True. And now he's not there. And now he's it's not there. Like, okay.
0: Um, so, yeah. So I don't know what's happening or what's going on there, but Morbius was a movie I saw. Carter, um, it's
1: very obvious they're forming the most boring Sinister Six, with like <laughs> such little like, and it won't even be Tom Holland who probably fights him which no. could be interesting. Like maybe if you did Andrew and like Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and then like introduce Miles
0: Morales into it, like that could be kind of cool. But Morbius, yeah, like really, like Morbius, Madame Web, Craven, which is will be cool, I think. But maybe. Vulture
1: and Craven will be like the one, like the two good things. Then we'll have like the Rhino. Like Paul Giamatti or something, like uh, it's not good, I don't <laughs> <Anyway>. love it. <laughs> um, and
0: then the last thing I want to say on Morbius, and then hopefully we'll never be talking about it again, but we will, okay. Um, we will. I just want to mention this so I don't have to mention it in the news flash. But it was reported that Jared Leto was so committed to playing Morbius <laughs> that he used crutches and would slowly limp to the bathroom on set. and.
1: just the bathroom though I
0: well this was well it was just a story because yeah the breaks were taking so long (laughs) that a deal was made for him to be able to use a wheelchair to go to the bathroom that's the story that's out there
1: how did jared leto give us one good performance and then suck for the rest of his career i I just don't understand it (laughs)
0: like dallas buyers club is great insanely
1: amazing performance and then he just like what is turned the around rest of his and, career.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Cause then, then he's in this weird like WeWorks, the WeWorks TV show or something on Apple, which I haven't yeah. checked out, but he's doing like a crazy accent there too. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jared Leto is a strange man um, and yeah. like a known like groomer creep. and groomer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he has a cult. So. Anyway, a let's, weird one. let's anyway, you know, let's not let Will Smith be in movies, but let's let Jared Leto
1: exactly. be in movies.
0: Anyway, double standard, all I'm saying. Anyway, I'd like to move past Morbius now. Um, so then the other movie I saw, this was I saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2.
1: <gasps> and it was fun.
0: And this was way better than Morbius, let me tell you. And I will also go ahead and say that I think it's better than the first Sonic, which I also thought I was know. like a fun movie and kind of a surprise because I thought it was gonna be like pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But um, it was actually pretty fun. And like the Knuckles and Tails shenanigans are fun. And just seeing the three of them together is, is cute and fun. And Tails is adorable. And um, this is the now highest grossing opening weekend for a video game movie adaptation ever. It's pretty cool. So That's pretty cool. go Sonic 2. And uh, yeah, it was just fun. It was fun you, in the theater.
1: Just think about the road that record took from like being like the the monstrosity marketing of like original sonic yes meow meow Um,
0: meow (laughs) yeah what a turnaround because that was definitely a doomed production and yeah they went back they listened to the fans and they're like we're gonna fix this and they did it and now there's like sonic 3 is definitely happening because do you want a quick spoiler from sonic 2 Yes, from the post-credit scene. Oh, Sonic I know. 10. Okay, Shadow Nation, baby. Shadow Nation, rise up. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure that like Jim Carrey's Robotnik is like done now. Did maybe he, like
1: die or something.
0: Yeah, they like you didn't see him die, but it's implied that he's like gone. Gotcha. But um, and also like we'll talk about this later down the road. But Jim Carrey is allegedly retiring from acting. But oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but anyway, so I don't think he's going to be in it. So Shadow Hive, rise up, because the next one is is Shadow, baby. Do
1: you think it should be like all CG then? Or do you think it should be like within the real world still?
0: That's an interesting thing to mention, because like the human aspects of this movie, Sonic 2, other than like Robotnik and like Jim Mm -hmm. Carrey, like James Marsden really doesn't need to be there anymore. Like those characters, like there was a whole like side plot going on that was really just not necessary. Mm -hmm. um so like i wouldn't mind if we just get rid of all the humans and just make it all cgi but i don't think that's where we're going but that'd be nice but yeah anyway sonic 2 was was fun who do you want to voice shadow really quick Ooh, i hadn't thought about this idris elba again (laughs) Um, do you think he'll be
1: returning for the
0: third movie I, i bet so he's having he's like doing like um, how to just he's like doing Drax but in a more charming way. Oh, cool. Okay. I like he's, that. He's like, I just hit the ball of base and they're playing baseball. So like he's oh, doing stuff. He's like, like a that.
1: starfire kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so that's kind of fun. Um I don't know. How about we get um let's get Daniel kaluuya as shadow. Ooh, I like that. That's how fun. about that? Anyway, I don't really know how like Sonic's or Shadow's pretty menacing guy, right? I think so. can be menacing yeah i don't know much about sonic lore so me neither <laughs> i really that's, don't that's <laughs> all i got for you and then uh my last thing is that i've been playing lego star wars the skywalker saga on my switch and wow. i'm going to 100 percent this game i'm going to quote it now and i'll let everyone know my progress when A i've 100 percented it so yes anyway i've been rambling what have you been into, Jackson? Oh
1: my gosh! I just realized this is still the first segment. Okay, <laughs> we've been away a while. We have. Um, I this week I've I'm still on the Superman the animated series kick. Huge. I freaking love that show. It's so cute. Uh, go watch it. I will. Um, I saw everything everywhere all at once, which was amazing. Which mm. we'll get into later. I also watched Detective Pikachu for the first time, which was
0: oh good enough. You know. It's- yeah. What do you th- like? I my takeaway from that movie. You might feel the same. Was that well? First of all the plot is pretty bonkers um yeah. but i just enjoyed seeing it's kind of how i am about sonic i enjoyed just seeing like pokemon in like real life
1: exactly i was telling abby it's like um like the story's just good enough to get me through to look at more pokemon for like yeah. two hours and like that's yes. all i wanted to do was like be like oh look at that one look at that one and we were just like calling them out um but also like like once you're like towards the end of the movie you're like wow they only had like 30 models huh and then they just kept reusing them (laughs) like you could kind of tell I mean it was more than 30 but like yeah you started you started to notice a lot of the same ones but uh, I love Torterra and like the Torterra stuff was super cool with like the giant ones and Mm -hmm. like it was fun Um, and then on top of that last night I rewatched Man of Steel Mm -hmm. because I was like how does it look because now I feel like I have a decent understanding of the character after I've like been watching a lot of different stuff and oh my god Man of Steel is not good
0: oh no I need <laughs> to go rewatch it oh yeah but it's like, just a... like it,
1: it's it's a fine movie it is like not it's just not, what I want for the
0: character it's like, not at all. the Superman that no they want. get
1: like to me like Man of Steel is like the equivalent of the Amazing Spider-Man too. like some of it is like the most like accurate of the character but like the majority of it doesn't understand it at all
0: it's just like it's i think the, the problem and i love christopher nolan it's executive produced by christopher nolan mm-hmm. so the moment i saw that i was like "Ooh, they're gonna make superman like dark and gritty yeah and that's not like what that's he not is. what he should be yeah like so. at
1: all um like the scene where he saves like his like fellow smallville students like in the bus crash is amazing that's cool yeah that's like one of like three great scenes and like a two and a half
0: hour movie which is not good (laughs) what about when kevin costner tells him that he probably should have let those people die good stuff. that
1: that is an awful scene that like (laughs) completely (laughs) misunderstands what superman is and what pa kent is and then at the same time you have that scene where he dies in the tornado in maybe the dumbest way possible he's like no 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 don't save me well first what happens is clark is like okay i'm gonna like the dog gets stuck in the car and there's a tornado on the way Mm -hmm. then clark's like I'll go get the dog, and then pause. Like, nah, I'll get the dog, which makes no sense. Like, that's so dumb. Not at all. Then he runs to try to get the dog. The dog does not get out. Also, it's kind of dumb to go for a dog in a tornado. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, let's let the dog die. Like, tough. You got. It sucks. You got to weigh the outcomes there. Like, listen, if it's between my dad 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 and the dog, yeah, that's (laughs) better. And then, like, Clark clearly has a moment to go save his dad, and he's just like, no, don't do it and then he's like okay and then like you have and it's just like what is going on like i i
0: you're like that's an origin don't get right it. there
1: it, it's so weird to me um yeah i don't know watch Good superman stuff. the animated series instead it gets clark and superman so much more Way better than Zack snyder does sorry Zack snyder oh, you no. just don't get it man we just you don't lost, have it like, chief we lost all of our snyder I head know. listeners <laughs> shoot yeah but sick yeah Oh, and I've been playing uh, Minecraft on the switch with Abby and teaching her how to play. And it's been really fun.
0: Oh, fun. I have never played Minecraft on the switch. I haven't played played, on console. I haven't played. Oh, yeah. I'm only ever played on PC. Ooh, you got it good then. I haven't played in a long time, but I am. I, my serial killer trait is that I play Minecraft with my touchpad and not a mouse. That is insane. I don't know why you do that. (laughs) It's just from lack of That's so crazy having a mouse. And I just could just go buy one, but I choose not
1: to. I think we've offered to buy you one. Like it bothers us more than you.
0: I'm like, no, no, no. I don't take handouts. So oh, anyway. man. good stuff. Yeah. Okay, that was good. We good we caught up on things you because I haven't ta- <laughs> really talked to you in like a week I
1: know, now. I've missed oh, you.
0: Oh man, buddy. Man, I've
1: been itching to just like scream into the void with you about movies. And so. we're back, baby. And so we're let's, back.
0: let's scream about some news now. And newsflash. Newsflash. You think you're too
1: cool for school. But I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite.
0: You aren't. Now, again, it's been like a week and a half. So I have a bunch of little things written down. Um, do you, you have a few as well?
1: yeah um, um do you want to start with the sad one first
0: yeah let's get some bagpipes um bagpipes queued in and uh this week uh we lost uh gilbert gottfried mm-hmm. uh at the age of 67 years old yep um i haven't read it, anything about what the cause was i it's, i hear he was sick yeah they uh, said it was
1: just like a f- he fought a long illness yeah so, like so right. and,
0: and that's okay i don't need to know the yeah the ins and outs of of a celebrity's death but but yes, uh, all of our, our generation will know him as Biago from mm-hmm. Aladdin. So just a, a longtime stand-up comedian and one of the – the Aflac duck, of course.
1: And he was the Aflac
0: duck? Aflac! That, that was, was him? Yeah. Oh, whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. So yeah, one of the most probably known voices in mm-hmm. comedy or in a, in a, whatever. Most so, distinct, for yeah, sure. Yeah, very distinct and very unique. So, uh, so yeah, just rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried.
1: Um – yeah I like I, in watching Superman the animated series, he actually plays this character in it. oh really it's, like really fun yeah he he plays this character called mr. Mi- Mixie Spitlick, which is what like a, a name. He's like a fifth dimensional imp that like annoys Superman and the only way he like leaves him alone is if Superman tricks him into saying his own name backwards.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's like wow. insanely
1: goofy. The episode's awesome though. like you should go watch it. It's pretty great. Electric.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: But yeah, I've been seeing a bunch of like clips of him on like game shows and stuff, like as a oh, celebrity yeah. guest. And he's so funny on them. Like on they're like, really good.
0: On like the uh what is it? The uh oh what's it like oh it's like celebrity, like it's where all the celebrities are like there. I forgot yeah, what like what on the a stack. Called.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know what called? you're
0: talking about. I can't think of it, but yeah. It's like you Hollywood
1: know. Squares or something like that.
0: Yeah, that type of deal. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to Gobert. God.
1: <laughs> I also have a funny story with this, really quick too, because of um, I didn't know about the news right away and my dad is like weirdly like he really got into Gilbert Gottfried like a couple years ago for some reason he he bought like a cameo of it for my
0: uncle oh, holy cow which
1: is like super weird um, that's amazing and then he like went to his show and like got some like he met him and did some selfies and stuff wow but so my dad posted like a photo with him and was like rest in peace and I didn't see it And Abby was like, oh, my God, who in your family died? And I was like, what are you talking (laughs) about? Because she saw it on Facebook and didn't know who he was and i had a heart attack because like my stepmom also posted about it and like i thought i was learning about like the death of someone in my family uh, through facebook <laughs> through facebook that i was like oh my god and it was just oh it was stressful for like two seconds i was like oh
0: never wow. mind." Just gilbert godfrey. Jeez, man well he really he there. really was a member of all of our families was truly truly he, truly wow. he was <laughs> oh, man pour one out for gilbert godfrey today and maybe go watch aladdin um mm-hmm. good stuff um you got something jackson i'll pass off to you yeah
1: I, I have a couple um i just wanted to say that the stranger things season four trailer dropped like mm. this week and i was very judgmental of the set photos this trailer looks awesome i'm back in it looks He's in baby it looks like they're going back to their creepy roots of season one which i think a lot of people missed i personally didn't mind uh the tone of tonal change of season three but like i think people are wanting to come back to it and this one is like really weird there's like a crazy villain who might be like uh Decker Montgomery or something from like the season three. Um, it's all really good and looks really cool. So
0: I read that sad. like every episode is going to be like an hour plus. Cool. So going out with a bang. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how many episodes there are, but I just read that headline. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. I think it'll be at the very least a pretty satisfying ending. It seems Well, good. So, Shout out to the stranger things heads out there. Maybe I'll finally watch the show
1: yeah and then yeah. Uh, one more before i switch over to you sure um in honor of blue sky studios like closing down yeah um they released uh, a little short i don't know like it's like 20 seconds maybe of mm-hmm. scrap from the ice age finally getting to eat his acorn and that it, was it, it, so cute it made me sad kind of like i was like oh wow like that's i know i didn't realize that was something that could move me <laughs>
0: <But> again, <laughs> i know it really truly um Yeah, Blue Skies, Disney shut them down for COVID. Well, they cited COVID reasons and like it wasn't being productive anymore. But they basically just absorbed the studio and now they're making their own Ice Age stuff. So it's strange. (sighs) Did you get to check out the last Blue Sky film, Spies in Disguise?
1: I did not get to Uh, check out Spies in Disguise, but uh, Will
0: Smith is goaded once again. There he is. Will Smith and Tom Holland. How about that? What a combo.
1: That is a Um, good combo. They should do more stuff together.
0: So anyway, rip to Blue Sky Blue Sky Studios. Um Rio, are you a Rio guy? Big Rio 2. Huge. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I haven't seen those. Um, they I also did I... robots, I think, which is awesome. Robots is underrated. Goaded movie. Mm-hmm. As we've talked about. Did we talk about robots on the Robin Williams pod? Probably I don't know if we did, but well, we should have. Awesome <laughs> if we didn't, it's worth mentioning that robots is a good movie.
1: Yeah, it's really
0: um, good. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna take this to pivot. Um from Spies in Disguise star Will Smith. Um, I don't think we've gotten a chance to talk about this yet. That okay. so, first of all, he resigned from the Oscars. Yeah,
1: we we have talked about this. Yeah.
0: So Will Smith resigned from the Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened like I think a day or two after we did our last episode. Yeah. Um, but then so like the ruling for Will Smith's like status within the academy was going to come out on the 18th originally. Mm-hmm but they pushed it up probably in light of maybe will smith resigning maybe um but the academy banned will smith from the oscars for the next 10 years and um it's insane it's it's first of all it's it- it's idiotic and like for why do we land on 10 years for such a such a, a such an accusation or such a, a an incident to happen and again i'll just mention that uh Roman Polanski, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin, like all these people are still a member of the Academy. Um, I'll just throw that out there. So yeah, I think this was a, uh, an unjust action. I don't think it was necessary, but we should also point out that he can still get nominated and win Oscars. He just can't go to the ceremony for 10 years. 10 years just feels like such an insane amount of time. It is. Like he's a blacklisted essentially. And what's been happening now is like he's been all these pr- projects he's been a part of are being put on pause for this reason. Like
1: insanity. Meanwhile Morbius is coming out and yeah. you know Amber Heard is still doing stuff and Kevin Spacey I'm pretty sure is doing a movie in Italy or something like yes, that he like, is.
0: yeah. There's
1: so many bigger issues to deal with in Hollywood specifically. I, I don't know. It's wild. Yeah.
0: I mean, we can move. Like, everyone has been forgiven. There's been slaps on the wrist. I think we can move on, but nope. We're going to let this linger for 10 years. Yeah. So, not a fan of it. I mean, let Will Smith have his project still. I don't see why. I think. And then on
1: sh- top of that, freaking Jada Smith has been like <laughs> back talking him. Yeah. It, let, which has also been
0: stressing me out. Let's go ahead and say that Jada Pinkett Smith is the, is the person to blame for all this. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, that's my, Damn. that's my narrative here because she is just a, she's toxic that she's very manipulative. It seems like from everything I'm reading and hearing. And again, I'm not in their relationship and I am letting them. What neither, I is hear, and neither is Will. Um, tough. <laughs> um but like clearly like will's just kind of stuck in this thing and he's done everything he can to like you know uplift his family and his wife and she just keeps putting him down in the dirt and I, I
1: know I, I feel like he just like is in an abusive relationship that's what I, I'm I don't know else how to view it to be honest with you that's what it's I think. not good
0: yeah and it's uh and it's not good it feels like I mean, and, I do,
1: and I I don't think it's her fault like the whole like slap mm-hmm. thing I don't think it's her fault but I I wish she would at least like back him up a little bit more. Yeah.
0: She's not doing anything. Then the story comes out this week and she's like, yeah, I didn't even really want to marry. Will. And you're like, what the hell? It's you know?
1: so odd. And then so- there was that video she posted about like, oh, we're doing an episode with our therapist, like this person who helped us through all this stuff and was like, please don't film me right now. Yeah, like, like I'm just not, I don't want to be filmed. And she was like talking bad about him there too. And it's like, oh, it looks like she needs to help us out with some more stuff. And it's like, oh my God, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a not a great situation, and it's I just not. feel I feel for Will Smith, and I am going to go ahead and continue to be on Will Smith's side throughout it all, and uh, Ooh, no matter
1: what, will you make that bold claim right now?
0: Uh, no, I never want to do that about <laughs> celebrities. I'm on Jared Leto's side throughout everything. No, um, so yeah, I'll um, but as of right now, on this point, I am on Will Smith's side, much as I've always been on Johnny Depp's side in the Amber Heard stuff. And I'm going to pivot to that now. Okay. Because, uh, because we kind of talked about it, that Amber Heard was almost dropped from Aquaman two over quote chemistry concerns was, (laughs) was the BS way of saying that, Oh, maybe we shouldn't have her in this film, but she's still in it. So I don't know, man. I mean, that's public knowledge. Like she is an abuser that came out. She's on tape. Like, I don't get it. That's man. so
1: weird to me, and like, yeah, especially because like Johnny Depp isn't back in his his roles that like got taken away from him either. Yeah, like, I don't It's get just it. an odd like. At least take both of them out if you're gonna do one. Like that's yeah weird to me.
0: I don't get especially it, especially so,
1: considering the one who got taken out is the actual victim of the situation.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Make, oh, it's not good. It doesn't make any sense. So that's just a quick little thing let get uh, Amelia Clark in there and just call it a day. Like, please, to me like the easiest. It's right there. It's right there. I mean, come on. And it's such a better choice too. Like, let's be real. Yeah. You think maybe? I mean, this isn't why, but I mean, all these DC projects got delayed. Do you think it was just all because of Aquaman and they're trying to figure out what to do there? But I mean, let's be honest. DC right now is in a tough bind because they're everywhere. The Amber Heard stuff.
1: It and- seemed like the D- the year of DC, and now it's just like, what is happening? What, yeah. are, what is going on? I guys? mean,
0: there was a trailer in the theaters for like DC in 2022. Yeah, and it looked sick as hell. And it was cool. It was like the Batman. Yeah. And then it was like Flash, Aquaman, Black Adam. And then two of those Shazam. movies are not coming out. And yeah, Shazam. And now and now all this Ezra Miller stuff Yeah, because they put all the <laughs> Warner Brothers projects on pause. And now there's a Fantastic Beasts movie coming out this weekend with him in it. And there's just yep. so much going on, man. And Johnny Depp should be in that movie. But, That's true. But man, what can I say? Um, do you have any? I'm going to hop back to you for a minute because I just feel like I went on a rant there for like a solid 10 minutes. Yeah, I got one most- more. I got yeah. one more.
1: And it's like Elon Musk put out a $43 billion offer to buy the rest of like the 90% of the shares of Twitter. Mm. He owns 9% currently. He's like the largest shareholder as yeah. is. Um, this is so dumb for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, this dude, (laughs) when people asked like what he would, uh, implement, he talked about a subscription service that would for like $3 a month. And it would get rid of the bots for like you, like for one Mm -hmm. individual person. It's like, that is the most Elon Musk thing of like fake innovation for him to make like a quick buck. Like, Oh, it just grinds my gears. My gosh, that's tough.
0: And he did not uh, let's be clear the edit button was not his idea nope no nope. once again everyone's giving him all the credit for it it's like <laughs> okay even though he tweeted about like there's no edit button then like days later they're like we're making an edit button yeah and they're like no no, no that's not me um that's frightening um gosh elon my favorite snl host elon musk <laughs> dude SNL's gotta stop doing that
1: because the second some people are on, they instantly get like in too much power. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Trump
0: effect. He became president, not yeah. Elon Musk. What's president. gonna happen
1: to Elon? I don't I don't wanna know.
0: Um is my answer. He'll become supreme leader. I don't know, chancellor, probably whatever. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> good stuff. Um, <laughs> I have a I just have a few to just rattle off. Hit me. Um, Brie Larson joined the Fast and Furious franchise if anyone cares I don't really but um, good for her I guess um, Percy Jackson news oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, they cast Walker Scobell in the Peter Jackson series on Disney Plus who if you don't know he is the little kid in the Adam Project who plays the younger mm-hmm. version of Ryan Reynolds still haven't seen that movie but I, I heard hear he's good. He's, he's good in it and this seems like a good choice and it seems like this kid's an actual fan a person yeah jackson? like a
1: super fan like he was like i read like a quote that's like oh he's read this far and it was like a book i don't even recognize so i was like dang he must be really far into the, like whatever series
0: they got going on with it and talking to our percy jackson aficionado which i think is ryan is mm-hmm. very very pleased with the casting that he's an actual child i think is, is that's a, plus. a
1: huge <laughs> plus it's kind of insane that they didn't do that uh the first time yeah but yeah, this is like as big if not a bigger like more important casting as like the Harry Potter kids. Like you got to be like really specific with it and take your time and like pick like basically
0: unknown people for it. Yeah, I think so. So I think it's a good call. Um so excited about that. I've never seen those Percy Jackson movies, but I will watch this series. So They're so bad. Yeah, that's They're what I not heard. good. Um so yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my final one was that Adam Sandler and the Safdie brothers are reportedly working on a new project together?
1: Yeah, baby,
0: and I am amped about that. If you guys don't know, that's the Uncut Gems team right there. Throw Robert Pattinson in, and it's like oh a plus. Man, that would be amazing. So yeah, keep your eyes on that for that on the horizon. And uh, and yeah, I think we covered everything that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Also, the Chinese still hate the gays, so the Harry Potter movie has been edited. <laughs> so.
1: Okay, but first let me say, if if it only took two lines, for those who don't know, whenever Fantastic Beasts is being released into China, they are going to remove two lines from the movie that talk about Dumbledore's gay orientation, mm-hmm. which I don't think has ever been discussed in a movie, ever. It's never. just like one of those like, oh, uh, J.K. Rowland's like, oh, actually he's gay, so you can't call me homophobic. Like yep. one of my characters is actually gay, even though I've never talked about it before. Correct. Literally ever. Um, Which is so annoying. Um, But if your movie only takes two lines of dialogue to be like considered like, oh, this character is gay. Like, yeah, it's not a it's not a woke movie to begin with. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's fair you know yeah. what i mean that's not <laughs> good representation if you can edit out two spoken lines yeah it just feels like and not know
0: the difference it feels like a disney move like the like yep. oh we promised there's a really gay like uh, lots of gay representation in this film it's like, actually no and that's just a throwaway like 15 seconds so that well, won't
1: be seen in international cuts of the film yeah so, yeah
0: so so yeah that's that's <laughs> that's that's what is happening this happened um i think we covered did we cover it all There's a lot to cover. I think we got a good amount of it. So amazing. Well, good stuff. Um, Let's take a break from all the catching up and then we can finally jump into everything everywhere all at once. And we're back. And yes, excited. Um, This is a segment called. That's just your opinion, man. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And um Today, we are going to discuss, um, first of all, a movie that Jackson and I, I don't think ever had plans to discuss. No. Um, and this just kind of snuck up. Um, but Everything, Everywhere, All at Once uh, is a film that is out right now. And let me tell you, we'll get into it, but this movie is, is, is special. Um, would you agree, Jackson? It's so special. Amazing. Should I should we explain to the people what it is before we before we jump? Yeah, in? give us a rundown. Um, uh, so for those that don't know, uh this is a film uh directed by Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan. Uh but they go by <laughs> the, Daniels. the Daniels, which is fun. Um, it is fun. So like if you ever meet another Jackson, then like who wants to do this podcast? I'll I'll step away. So you can just be oh, the wow. Jacksons. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you find three others and you want to be the Jackson five, I'm all for, I'm all for that. So I like that. Go live your dream. Anyway, uh, directed <laughs> by the Daniels, who are weirdos listening. will know that they directed the Swiss Swiss Army Man, mm-hmm. which is what amazing movie. Mine and Jackson's. We love that movie. Um, but anyway, the plot, I can try to sum it up as best I can by saying this, that uh, it's about an aging Chinese immigrant played by Michelle Yeoh, uh, who is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring the multiverse and all the universes connecting with the lives she could have led. Um, is that kind of a good in a nutshell? I mean, there's a lot going on in this movie.
1: There's so much more to it. Is <laughs> there the thing? Is. <laughs> because like, <laughs> like it's, it's at the, at its core, it's like a family story, I think, yeah. which is mm-hmm. not what you would expect. Yes. Um, it's so good though.
0: Um, I'll just quickly rattle off the cast starring Michelle Yeoh. Uh, who people will know from, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, mm-hmm. uh, most recently in Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. um, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, Stevens or Stephanie Su, who I had not heard of before this film, um, but apparently she's like in Mar- Miss Maisel, Marvelous Miss Maisel. She plays the mm-hmm. daughter in this movie. I think she's also in Shang-Chi also. Cool. I well,
1: think sick. she's the friend that they are, who's like talking to Shang-Chi and is like, you guys need to like, just get a better job. Like, I think oh, that's her. Oh, cool very cool uh-huh.
0: um and then um we'll talk about this resurgence later but kihi kwan um oh my god we'll talk about him Amazing. later um james hong and jamie lee curtis um yeah so where to begin here jackson
1: Here we on top of that we got to get into also jenny slate whose character is in <laughs> yes big nose which is insane <laughs> Um and then while you were describing this I was looking at the cast Harry yeah. Shum Jr. Mm-hmm, of Glee he's fame. Chef. He's in Glee. I just connected the dots that he was Mike Mike Chang Glee. baby and he was like like I watched Glee a little bit like as a little guilty pleasure cuz it was kind of stupid but oh, pretty yeah. entertaining. You're talking to a He Glee. was like yeah. one of my faves. He was so fun. I can't believe I didn't notice him right away. I was like mm-hmm. this guy
0: seems familiar but I can't quite place it. Mm-hmm. And he has an unbelievable role in this film. And um, it's so funny. It's so, so funny. good. <laughs> Um, where to begin Jackson um, first of all tell me about your th- I always like to know about the theater experience first so tell me about wh- wh- how you saw this like what was what was going down
1: it was a great experience we had the reclining seats we were front row which was like not ideal but it was a smaller theater so it didn't actually matter plus mm-hmm. when like you recline your seats you barely even notice but like this this movie is like getting more seats filled than like most a24 movies more than I, I morbius i'll say also definitely more than morbius uh-huh. and it's an interesting crowd because it's not like the typical movie going crowd i would say like it mm-hmm. feels like people coming out of the woodwork to check out a good movie for yeah. once yeah um like is, i don't know Like it, to me it felt like a crowd that you wouldn't see at like a morbius would you or like a sonic 2 or something like that yeah definitely um it was such a good theater experience everyone was laughing like there was like just really good beats and it, you could just tell everyone was having a good time with it, and I, it I had good a good vibes yeah really good vibes
0: amazing stuff um i would i would say the same i like i don't remember the last time i've seen an a24 movie where the theater was full yeah the theater was full and it was again just People just like vibing. I did not see a phone out. I did not see Mm -hmm. people like talking loudly or being disruptive. Like people were locked into this movie for the entire almost two and a half hours, Mm -hmm. which, you know, this generation will say, you know, it's hard to keep your attention for let alone an hour and 45 minutes for a movie. But Mm -hmm. man, I say everyone was locked in. Um, Do you want to try before we dive in? Do you want to try to, explain to people why we have decided like what has caused us to maybe talk about this, dedicate a whole episode to this.
1: I mean, like, I just feel like it, it was like such a sleeper hit that like, once we saw it, we were like, oh my God, like, well, one the expectations were so high going into it too, from like, Mm -hmm. like reviewers and like people from letterbox that we really trusted. It had like the, I think it still has the highest record on letterbox.
0: It is. This is crazy to see that it is number one on letterbox they have like the letterbox top 250 narrative features of all time mm-hmm. everything everywhere all at once sits at number one right now that's wild to me and, that's and crazy. to be
1: fair i feel like it deserves like a, a really high spot i don't know if it stood the, the test of time yet to like necessarily earn it but it's true um it, it's just so refreshing and weird Even though, like, multiverse movies are, like, kind of a thing that's, like, pretty big right now at the same time. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, like, so, like, the the expectations were so high. We were, like, oh, I wonder if this will be good. And the fact that the expectations were so high and it, like, exceeded my expectations after the fact. It says something. It was so special. And, like, I I think, I don't know if you texted me or, like, how we figured it out. But we are like, we need to do an episode on this because... It is so cool. I remember texting you, like joking, like, "Oh, is this like your favorite movie?" And, and you were like, "I need to actually think on it, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, which is so all, cool."
0: I would like to say that this episode, I think, was originally going to be a Morbius episode. True, <laughs> and that's I true. think it was you texting me. It was like, "Could we do everything everywhere all at once instead, so I can actually see a good movie?" I was like, "Yeah, that's that's actually great." Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let me let me actually talk about that part of it. You asked me if it was like like the best movie of all time jokingly and i had to think about it so let me say that i did a lot of soul searching this week jackson um so i saw this on sunday uh the movie ended and i was with uh jake and blake uh former Mm -hmm. members of the pod here and for like five minutes after the movie i like just sat there and i walked out of the theater and i like didn't say a word i was like Truly, usually I have things to say either way about a movie, like immediately when it's over, I was speechless (laughs) and I could not really process fully what I did just saw. So now that I've sat on this film for five days, trying to get some perspective and like I didn't want to give like a knee jerk reaction. Yeah. I wanted to sell it for a while, having just walked out of the theater. But my instant reaction walking out was that this was like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And five days later, I still feel that way. So. I don't know what that what that says i mean like i think every once in a while like a movie comes along that like kind of floors you in a way that like no other movie has done in a long time i don't i can't think of the last time that i've seen a movie like this where i was like wow that's special i mean do you have one that comes to mind but like i i can't think of one where i was like wow
1: Weirdly enough, Swiss Army, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. Like, I really feel like the Daniels might just be my favorite directors is what I'm
0: coming to realize. Yeah. Um, off of Two films, too. Which yeah. Two straight bangers. Two bangers. And like, I think a movie like only has the power to do that by either like one, like being the first to do something we haven't seen before, which mm-hmm. happened. Or just like having an unbelievable like message or messages that we haven't really seen Yeah, put to screen and the movie does both of those things yeah and i just have never seen a movie like this before which is why i was like struggling to figure out how to even like talk about it like what you said it was like a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. and i can only really compare it also to swiss army man like just like feeling like a a sense of like what did i just watch yeah and i was like wow that that actually was move
1: surprisingly moving
0: yeah through all the chaos like let me tell you this movie is chaotic as hell yeah and there's so much going on and for some it may be like a challenging sit it might that's true i don't like i don't want to put out that like it feels like it's like homework to watch it because it's not no it's really fun it's really it it isn't everybody's movie i totally agree with that yeah i totally get that like this is a letterboxed movie for sure yeah and I don't know. This movie, like you said, if it's just like it's taken like a life of its own. The, and granted, we've only been sitting on it for like as a as a movie going society for like what, three weeks or something? As like yeah. the, the mass public or something. And I feel like Swiss Army Man felt feels almost now like a almost cult classic to some people. Like, I feel like not enough people have even seen it. Like yeah. that, to me, that's like a hidden gem almost. I think so too. But this movie feels like mainstream. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like again, my theater was literally full. Like people are talking about this movie like still. Like I mm-hmm. just think it has the the people's it's it's an earworm for people right now, I think.
1: Yeah, well like literally like so one of my group of friends back home, they're always like, "Uh oh, every every movie's like Marvel movies and that." And I'm like, "Well, not really. You guys just don't see them." Um yeah. but then I was like, "You don't see the ones that like you're saying you want to see." yeah but like i was i was texting them about this movie i was like hey just so you guys know this movie's supposed to be like really awesome you should check it out and like two of them were like oh yeah it's already on my radar like this looks amazing And i was like oh wow this is this is actually cutting more to the like normal movie audience than i realized a little bit which is pretty cool
0: it's it's like it's got legs it's cool like it has all the things on its surface that will get like a mainstream audience member probably in the seat
1: i think give it like a couple more weeks and then like a lot of like regular viewers will come in to see it now.
0: I think so. And it'll be interesting to see before we even dive into what we'd like. I'm just thinking about like, I guarantee you that like this has soured all multiversal stories going forward. And with Dr. Strange yeah. coming out soon, like, do you think that like holds like, are, do you think Dr. Strange is people at Marvel are like looking at this and they're like, Oh shoot. Like. It's how-
1: definitely like, cause like, also, Doctor Strange was supposed to come out like a year ago also originally, True. I think. Yeah. Um. So Everything Everywhere All at Once like came out after like two multiverse movies between like Spider-Verse and then like No Way Home. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's other ones, but I just yeah. can't think of them right now. But like, so it kind of like came in early enough to like define itself, like without having to be compared to everything yet, which is like yeah. really nice. I think so. And I do think it took like greater leaps to feel necessary. And it's storytelling of like why we're doing multiverse stuff, like versus like Doctor Strange, which will probably be like, oh, to see like all the awesome IPs we have and do something like really weird and like like
0: you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like you. where
1: I feel like this one serves like a more purposed and focused story, which I love.
0: Yeah, I think it's more Uh, When it's all said and done, when you get through the chaos of everything that's happening in this movie, like, you know, hot dog fingers and raccoons on heads, like, (laughs) yeah, when you get past all that, it is more accessible to people. It has more to say when you get when you get into the into the bagel, if you will, Um, totally into the bagel. mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's just fun that we did into the Spider Verse last week. And now we're doing Mm -hmm. this. I think that's fun. I love it. Um, So should we just dive into like what we liked? Yeah, let's do it. Um, the first thing I just want to talk about is just like that there's so many stories and messages interwoven into the main story. Mm-hmm. Like you have this mother-daughter. That's probably the heart of the movie. There's this mother-daughter yeah. rekindling, like coming to to realize this, like when you lose touch of someone, you can find them again. And the mother-daughter mm-hmm. story. I thought that was really touching and something really cool to watch after watching turning red. And yeah, like that totally. We're, that we're getting a lot of cool stories about that, and I feel mm-hmm. like people are being seen in these. Um, so there's that on its surface, and then there's Michelle Yeoh's character, who is a woman coming to terms with maybe not the life she thought she would have. Yeah, and she's just realizing that her failures are not what defines her; it's what she does with the life that she mm-hmm. has.
1: It's a lot of like internalized trauma from like her father, which she then puts Mm -hmm. onto her her own daughter and stuff, which is like a really interesting through
0: line for it too. Yeah. So that you have that. And then my favorite maybe is that the story about like finding the love you had for your partner Mm -hmm. and then it's dwindled and then like, just like redefining that love again, which I thought was so sweet between her and and the husband. Oh my God. Um, He's amazing. Yeah, we need to talk about these characters here in a second, but and then most importantly, it's story about this is what I found wild, how basically the whole premise of how the why the world is so messed up is because the multiverse is out of balance, like our world, like people are so mean to each other because Mm -hmm. the multiverse is out of balance. Yeah, I thought that was just a such a fascinating premise and a setup for like a multiverse movie.
1: Don't you notice how nothing feels right? how like neighbors don't trust each other anymore and stuff? like, yeah,. Like, good.
0: Oh, shit. You're right. And you're like, I just thought that was a good way of painting multiverse stories, not in the superhero context. because it's and,
1: like it's just about like us like connecting with people at the yeah, end.
0: yeah. and like it poses the question, like the whole movie, it gets very introspective that like, yes, the world ultimately is meaningless, and everything we do might be meaningless in the grand scheme of reality. But like that's no reason to not be nice to people.
1: Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean that you can't make them a, a purpose within that.
0: Yeah. And I just found that so moving. And like just like the battle between that and like the nihilism and chaos that like mm-hmm. the, the villain, which is the daughter, which, which is, is
1: really fun too.
0: Yes. Uh what's her name? Like Jabu. I wrote it down somewhere.
1: Oh, I can't, I don't even remember. Her uh, name's her character J- name is Joy, but
0: Jobu Topaki is, yeah. is the evil version and like one one multiverse of it. Um which but, is a cool
1: name. Like that's a cooler than like most Star
0: Wars villains. Like that sounds so sick. Jobu Topaki, which like her whole maybe we should talk about the characters now because that'll maybe hopefully explain better what yeah. is actually happening in the movie. Yeah. Um, so should we start with Michelle Yeoh, Mm-hmm. who just first of all is an actress. I feel like nobody has like given her, her 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 perfect role. Like I think this has been a career defining role. Yeah. I think she's been known as like the femme fatale perhaps. Mm-hmm. Like again, Crouching Tiger, we talked about like you know James Bond, like she was a J- she was a Bond girl. Mm-hmm. And she like I've been listening to interviews that she's given, she talks about how nobody has ever believed that she could like do humor or like be at the center of a movie. And mm-hmm. let me just say she can carry a movie because she certainly did. And she's, she's funny and she's warm and she's also like the overbearing mother at times. Yeah. Um, and she has to play multiple versions of herself, which is, is very cool. And maybe we should start there about like what happens in the movie, like how it mm-hmm. kind of springs into itself. So her version the, the version we know of evelyn which is her character's name is in her universe and she's like again like kind of a failure by her own right in her universe <laughs> and then another version of her husband comes into her universe and it's like the multiverse is falling apart we need your help yeah and, and that's kind of where the movie takes off because a version of her daughter in another universe I sound like I'm on crack. In the strategy. Alphaverse. Yes, I think in the is it Alpha Alphaverse. Called. Um in Which that is awesome. universe she like Michelle Yeoh's character was like a scientist and she discovered how to connect with all the other multiverses. Yeah. And she pushed her daughter to the brink by exposing her to her like kind of experimenting on her. And she then, went too far. She went too far and then she becomes this chaotic nihilistic character. Who experiences like
1: all realities at the same time, which would all the, be all at insane. once, if you will, exactly.
0: Um, and so yeah, and she's just trying to leave this, trying to figure out how to leave this reality because it's just all chaos, and she sees there's no point to it. Yeah. Um, and that's basically, what, and then the mom's version, Evelyn's journey is trying to uncorrupt her daughter. Yeah. In that version, and trying, he doesn't to, want her to like kill herself, which is yeah. like
1: really. It's, a, it's an interesting, like,
0: simpler story the more layers you peel back of it, too. Which Absolutely. Is, yeah. Um, so that's basically the story in a nutshell. And, and again, a lot of moving parts in here. Um, I'd love to talk about Kihi Kwan right now. Please. My God. So, if first of all, if you... A legend if, returning. Yes. Um, if you guys don't know his story or who he is, he played Short Round... Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom
1: loved him as a kid I thought he was the coolest character in a movie
0: so cool and he was also in the Goonies like yes back to back and data, then right data yeah
1: he was also my favorite character in that movie too
0: I He's loved him right um, so he started these movies and then he basically retired from acting mm-hmm. um, for like 30 years because it was it's not because he didn't want to continue acting but it was just he talks about how it was just difficult to like get a job. There was not,
1: there weren't many roles for like Asian actors at the time that weren't like, you know, stereotypical and stuff.
0: Yeah. So he made the difficult decision, you know, to step away. He worked behind the camera for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you have been seeing interviews, but he's talked about how he saw crazy rich Asians. Yeah. And he like cried and he's like, that changed everything for him. And then he started, and then he's like, started acting again. So um, he is amazing in this movie.
1: He's so fun.
0: As his the alleged, kindest soul, my God! Like, and he is like very much the heart of the movie. Like the yeah. of the kind aspect of the movie, and just like the our. He's the
1: hope in all the nihilism, sort yes. of. Yes, and he's like the so, optimistic
0: side. And he, and again, he has to do a bunch of crazy things. He has to play like you know this the kind hopeful, like kind of, kind of you know fun funny quirky Mm -hmm. guy the the dad and then like he like has kung fu scenes where he's beating the shit out of people with a fanny pack and he's doing all these cool things and he is just the emotional weight that carries the movie i think
1: yeah he's wonderful i love him so much in this
0: yeah so he is amazing um, and I'm glad he's back. I, lo- I can't wait to see him in more things.
1: I want to see him in so many more things now. I know he's just he's such a, a bright light for any movie. I feel like yeah,
0: and he's just giving off that same awesome energy that he did when he was a kid. So I'm yeah, I, I, I like, love that. He's like
1: which is so fun about it.
0: Yeah, um, so he's great. Um, Stephanie Sue, who plays the daughter and also i already forgot the name of what whatever the villain was jabu topaki got yes. it nailed it um yeah i i thought she was great too do you want to talk about her character at all do you have any things that you yeah like for about sure her?
1: um well one i think her performance is the most impressive like out of everyone's like mm-hmm. i feel like she's doing the most with it which is like like giving just giving like one of the most fun like villain performances or not even villain just like antagonist uh performances Mm -hmm. um but yeah like you said she's like a character who is alive and existing in every single universe all at once and she can like possess different uh multiverses and she like travels from multiverse to multiverse basically and uses like the joys of that universe as a host which is wild yeah and she can basically access the multiverse to do whatever she wants she has like god powers basically um which is wild and it's so cool crazy fight scene where she turns like a dude into confetti and like
0: yeah his head explodes yeah
1: it's so crazy she like whips out like this giant dildo and just like starts beating a dude to death (laughs) with it like it's so she's like
0: and like she's in different costumes and like the hair and makeup in this movie i can't even stress like how crazy it is and i know no
1: oscar nominations will come from this movie
0: that's so sad
1: however and i feel this way with the green knight too like i just feel like there are so many categories that this movie could easily like get at least a nomination and if not an award and like costuming definitely feels like one of them
0: yeah the only i just nervous i was thinking about like the academy you know, implications of this. And like, I just think this movie is too weird for them.
1: Yeah. And they just, wouldn't touch it. There's I don't think no they're going to
0: touch it, which is a, a shame. Cause like, this is the best movie I've seen this year.
1: It's I know so it's, good. I know it's April, it's, but it's I mean,
0: early, but like, I mean, come it, just, on. it just feels like it has the legs, but yeah. But yeah. So yeah, she is a really, you can tell she's just having like a lot of fun, a lot of fun in the role. And I mean, everyone is in this movie, yeah. which also, brings me such joy watching it because i can tell how much fun everyone was having mm-hmm. on this movie um so she is great and i would like to talk about uh oh do you have a something to say yeah yes. i was
1: just gonna say really quick to like and like her core character as joy like the the big shift between her and her mom is that like she's um gay she has she has a partner mm-hmm. but like her mom won't like tell their very traditional grandfather about her identity and stuff and that's like very you know painful for her and she just wants to feel accepted and like that's what uh, Evelyn, the, the character of Evelyn, the mom, like that's all she wanted from her dad too as she ran away with like, um, with Waymond and like she almost runs away at the end of the movie. So there's a lot of good parallels there too
0: that are really fun to watch. Oh um, Jamie Lee Curtis, talk about- what,
1: Why is she in this movie? It's so random.
0: Talk I about, love it. Talk about somebody who is just like <laughs> fearless and having <laughs> in the movie and having just- so much wild fun. Like, I don't know why she's in this movie, but it's amazing that she it's is. It's so good that she is. It's insane to me
1: how they, like, made Jamie Lee Curtis, like, look like a normal person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she's got, like, that gut. And she has the, my favorite Yeah, part. she has,
1: like, an ageless beauty in real life. But, like, in this, she just oh, looked yeah. like someone her age, which that was act- so funny to me.
0: That Activia yogurt, man, it does wonders. <laughs> it it does. You. It's like a fountain of youth over here. Truly. Uh, she is just so much fun she plays like the irs agent who's like auditing their their laundromat business mm-hmm. and she's like you know she's playing like like really overbearing like irs agent and grumpy and then she's like a wrestlemania person and then she's got like this in one universe she's got this love story with michelle yo and they have hot dog fingers and which
1: is an amazing weird <laughs> bit
0: that paid off more than i ever thought it would it's unbelievable so she's just having so much fun in this and it's just nice to see her actually doing something after seeing that ungodly halloween movie where she was in a hospital bed the whole time i'm glad she's able to do that. i gotta say her her past like five years though
1: have been so good like on yes. average like yeah. she's 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 got a good
0: average i would say she's working man and i yeah i, I love it for her um and then I want to talk about James Hong, who plays the grandfather. Dude has maybe more film credits than anybody I've ever <laughs> seen so. in my life. I think so. Like, I always, I don't think I ever really knew his name. He's just like a that guy to me. I was like, yeah, oh, it's like, that guy. It's Poe's yeah. dad from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's the old guy in Balls of Fury, you know? Like, he's, <laughs> he's in so many things.
1: No, literally, like, I hate to make this comparison, but he's very much like the George Takei for, like, Chinese actors sure like he oh if you, if you need one like old asian guy it's like okay who are we gonna get and it's He's like reliable. one of those two guys usually which is like so interesting to me that like they've just been like the golden boys for like yeah. 50 years, years. Probably. i don't know how long they've it, been acting but like it's a just, long time
0: yeah it's just so cool to see because he is 93 years old and you would
1: not be able to tell like honestly i i just assumed he was like 70 or something
0: yeah like he like is playing like this like really old grandpa who's kind of out of it and then in another universe he's like an operative in this multiversal yeah like squad and he's super he's super like mentally sharp still you can tell. yeah you can definitely tell yeah there's no like liza minnelli at the oscars things happening <sighs> out oh, here no. where we're just like getting old people to be in movies come to yeah. things because they're old and storied so yeah dude's on top of it for sure i really appreciated that um do you want to talk about any other characters? Do you want to talk about Harry Shum Jr.'s a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I do want to talk about him because he, in one of the
1: multiverses, he is like a, a sous chef with, um, uh, with Evelyn, uh-huh. and she, um, like a hibachi restaurant or a hibachi chef. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, uh, and and uh, she reveals that the only reason he is good at cooking is because there is a raccoon hanging out underneath his. <laughs> Uh, chef hat that is pulling his hair a la ratatouille and it's just a hilarious and his name is
0: hilarious isn't it raccoon cooey or something yes is that his name i think so (laughs) and just one of the strangest like bits that actually like pays off like all these bits are so silly on their head and then like they work and like the conclusion of the movie like when it's all wrapping up it all comes to fruition and it all works somehow. like it's
1: like the hot dog finger one is so good too it works i don't, I don't the, understand the it. 2001 space odyssey bit that they did was yes. so funny so good with like the apes with the hot dog fingers killing like the the regular apes <laughs> And it's like, oh, okay, evolution changed, and like it was played with like the the Space Odyssey
0: theme and stuff. Like, oh, it was so funny, so good. Do you have a favorite universe that we saw? A favorite multiverse? Ooh, that's so tough. My one of my personal favorites was the the Rock verse, where like evolution didn't occur. Yeah, there was just everyone was rocks. Mm -hmm. That one was fun. That was the best laugh in the theater, probably. When that was happening, that whole scene.
1: That scene was insane, too, just because it happened after the crazy sequence where we see, like, or, like, she gets shown the bagel, right? And, like, she sees, like, everything. Yeah. And then, like, it's, like, a moment of, like, tranquility and peace. Like, it's just a really good break in the movie. Like, amazing editing. So good. Like, just so to good. be, like, oh, like, it's kind of, like, I almost feel like I was watching a nature documentary. Like, the way it held on, like, that scene for so long. It was perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I really liked it.
0: And that's a that's an aspect of the movie that like I think is underrated is that it just balances it all so well. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's got this amazing action sequences like when Michelle Yeoh finally like taps into like being able to get into all the other multi- multiverses and having yeah. all these powers. That sequence was again with Jenny Slate's character like has the dog on the leash yeah just like <laughs> whipping it around chucking it at people and then the oh, we should talk about maybe or i totally stepped on what your favorite multiverse was because i just got in the weeds i would
1: probably say the the raccoon gooey uh one, that, one, that one was just so fun but the 2001 space odyssey joke was my favorite joke of the whole movie Yes, yeah, that was I, great. I thought that was so clever and yeah. like insanely weird yeah two very odd movie references indeed not what i thought modern and
0: one classic and like yeah it's so weird not what i thought i would be getting but um i want to talk about just like the universe just in the way because i think this was so cool the way that you like harness powers from other multiverses the rules are awesome for this universe basically like kiki kwan's like whole job for like 30 minutes of the movie is like explaining all the exposition and the rules of the world yeah And like when that's happening and you're watching it, you're so lost for a little bit. Like you're just like, that's the part that will maybe feel like homework when you're watching it. Cause it's just like, they're throwing so much at you. And I think it's purposeful. It's you're just supposed to, you're supposed to feel chaotic in the moment because it is all very chaotic. And you're like, what is going on? But so you can activate the powers of another version of yourself in another universe by doing these, tr- what do they call them? It's like, there's triggers of how you can do it. I forget what the name was that they called I them.
1: Did, I don't, yeah, I don't remember them either. But basically, like, the idea of it is, like, in order to, like, access the powers of that universe, you need to do something so random that only, like, you doing it only happens in, like, that universe, basically, which, like, allows you to, like, shortcut into it to, like, use the
0: skills of that person. So cool. Which just like- so awesome. Something I've never I've never seen that before. Like Kihi Kwan's character is like doing the well, the, like the most I cringed in this movie when he's trying to give himself the paper cuts.
1: It's it, so funny.
0: It's so painful it's like you to can't watch do it when
1: you're trying to do it on purpose. <laughs> like that bit was so funny.
0: So good. There's all these amazing weird triggers. Like one of the more prominent ones is that there's like the basically butt the, plug, the butt plug that activates these kung fu abilities, and Michelle yeah. Yeoh is fighting two characters with butt plugs
1: yeah and it's like censored
0: that, on the screen <laughs> it's so
1: funny the stuntmen are amazing i assume those are two just like amazing stunt actors who just got to have cooler more prominent roles because yeah. like they did a bunch of action in it and to just be that comfortable of like that being like your big like debut is like so awesome yes in a way like it's it's insane what they do but uh it's so great.
0: Yeah. So that part is it, uh, the, the aspect of it is just so, so cool. Are there any like specific parts that you'd like to shout out that you thought just were amazing or impactful, whether it's like an action sequence or just like a moment in the movie that you thought was just like moving or anything that you want to touch on specifically?
1: Um. Well, I thought like seeing like the bagel scene was like so crazy just in general, like that scene, like, yeah honestly they should probably have like if you're prone to seizures maybe don't go see this movie in theaters like just so oh, you know. yeah massive seizure um, warning yeah like i was like i'm kind of surprised they don't didn't have one or posted anything because like i thought it was like a lot at one point like with one particular sequence i was like oh my god um yeah but like that was pretty great the like when you actually see the bagel like in real life in the office building is wild and like yeah. visually is so cool. And like that whole sequence of her just like kind of doing it with like, like defeating her enemies of kindness, like Wayman like told her about basically is like so powerful and, and like really fun to watch too.
0: Yeah. And the way that this, the editing of this movie, the way it can cut back yeah. and forth between universes and like tie the story together is amazing. Like in that, like, in that one universe, when she's the movie star and she just happens to run into her husband yeah. at the movie theater, and Who, he's like, like after they didn't like run off together in that world, they were both really successful because yeah. they weren't together, like from a like a a career standpoint and things. Yeah. Like that was so powerful when he was still talking about even in that universe where he was like when
1: he had successful. everything, he was like, "Man, I I would yeah." What's what's the line exactly again?
0: Uh, he says, in another life, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you. Like, oh my gosh. That's so good. That's so cute. And that just all pays off. Like, the final 45 minutes or 30 minutes of this movie is just...
1: The best payoff.
0: Yeah. It's just, like, so thoughtful. And, like, I got very emotional during it. I was like, this movie has the the kindest intentions and the warmest heart. And I just, like, felt that's why it felt so special i don't know it's hard to explain it's hard to wrap my brain around still and i want to go see this again because i need to really dive into like looking at things and like seeing what i missed and i need more raccoon cooey in my life and yeah more googly eyes more googly eyes um we have really touched on like the filmmaking kind of but let me just say it's a whirlwind and it's just a really impressive feat that this what i've seen actually is something that i've seen
1: is the budget bigger than most a24 stuff or how does it fall it is i lines?
0: i did read that it was bigger than usual things but still not like the there's big, a lot of
1: visuals they need so like it makes sense yeah
0: but. but it still wouldn't be like the big budget that you would expect from like you know a marvel movie or things yeah like yeah 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 but still but
1: also like you like just comparing the quality of like effects and CG and like everything, Mm -hmm. like it looks so much better than a Marvel movie guys. Like it really does. We, we, we got to like, and I, this is kind of a tangent, but like I saw on Twitter, like a behind the scenes of Dr. Strange and like, it looked like they finally weren't on a blue stage, like a blue screen stage for like Mm -hmm. a lot of it, which was like such a relief because we got to stop doing that. Just like in general, (laughs) we can shoot at a cafe guys. We don't need to, sit in a cgi cafe you know yes please go in the world this movie does it like everything so good so practical they only film in like three locations for the most part yeah that's which is crazy like when you think about it like the apartment downstairs in the laundromat and like the irs building are like the main places
0: something like crazy to even think about now that you said that like this is really a in a day like in a couple hours movie like yeah takes place in the over the course of a day Really, in this universe, mm-hmm. in the main universe that they're in. Yeah. Obviously, we jump a lot of timelines, but it's just all happening like right there in that couple hours. And it, it's, it's just nonstop. And I like the feel of that too, because the movie is nonstop for two and a half hours.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, how lucky we are to have A24, man. <sighs> like this studio, yes, they th- throw out some, you know, sometimes things that don't really work, but they try things. Mm hmm. And They're very experimental. They really are. And I don't know if the studio didn't exist. We may not, this movie and may not have seen the light of day. Um, yeah. That's sad to think about. And like, I just hope that this studio stays independent and I hope that they can continue yeah. to make the projects they want. And I hope Disney doesn't swoop in and buy them somehow or a, a, an Apple or... A- Do they
1: have a parent company? Is Warner Brothers not a parent company of A24?
0: I don't know, actually. Uh, I, I wanna say I think that's the case, but I may be wrong well whoever the parent company is, keep letting you're doing well don't touch them in autonomy <laughs> just keep letting them do things because yeah
1: like whenever you like talk about like the the very real gloom and doom of like just like how the theater process is right now and how it's like all very cash grab i p flexing yeah, I do feel a little okay knowing that like studios like a twenty four exist because like I'm very confident we're going to continue to get weird wild stuff because of it. And like to the point where like, it doesn't stress me out as much about worrying about like the future of filmmaking. Cause
0: I feel like we're like at a really good spot still. I think so. And I think probably a year ago or something, when we did started this podcast, Mm -hmm. we were probably feeling very scared about the state of movie theaters. I think we did a whole podcast on it with the HBO max stuff. We were nervous that movie theaters were dying and, I think we're in a good spot. I think this it's always happens. I think we think that the theater experience is dying for moviegoers and it's just going to be IP and stuff, but then it always seems to turn its head. I think it usually balances itself out. Mm-hmm. So I'm confident in that. So, so yes. Um, one last thing I want to talk on top on it. Jeez. I can't speak. Goodness gracious. I'm in a <laughs> universe where I have a stroke. Wow. Um, yeah. It's a good toast
1: smelling universe. <laughs>
0: Um, just, just the representation I think is very important to remember that because this isn't like a fundamentally Chinese story. It just happens to have Chinese characters in it. I think everyone Mm -hmm. can relate to the story and I don't think it's nice that people can, again, this movie being really chaotic and maybe starring people that don't look like you, these people feel like you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just very important. And I think we're doing, I think we're in a really good age right now of representation and I'd like yeah. to continue to ride that high. I mean, I know there's going to be some lulls cause there's always, you know, there's always a bad apple in the bunch, but I think we're doing really well right now with that. I think as it's well.
1: great. I'm so excited.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else we didn't touch on before we just like wrap this up and give our takeaways or whatever.
1: Not that I can think of right now. Hmm.
0: Um. Okay. Do you have a, a takeaway for the people about, about this movie?
1: You're right where you need to be. Don't worry. Take it all in. It's all meaningless,
0: but make some uh, worth of it while you're here. That was beautiful. Yeah. Hug thank your thank mom. You for that. Hug your mom. And let me, uh, again, let me just encourage everyone to go watch this movie. If we have kind of made it out to sound like a challenging movie, It's just fun. It's not. It's really fun. It's really fun. And it's fun to be confused for a bit. You know, you don't have to understand everything to enjoy. Because I I
1: do think it accomplishes at explaining everything pretty well. It does. Like, I don't think you're going to be like too lost on it. Like everything does like pay off. And when you do get it, it's so rewarding. Like once you're like in on it. Oh, it's so good.
0: I would implore everyone to give this movie a chance. And Mm -hmm. all due respect, if you don't give movies like this, a chance, you're going to have a boring movie watching life. True. You're going to be just stuck and watching your captain Marvel fours and your Jurassic world sixes. Like go give a new kind of movie a shot. Just give it a Mm -hmm. shot. If you don't like it, that's fine. But we are highly encouraging you to do it and go hug your mom after you see it. Yeah. Booyah. yeah. yeah. I think we did it. I think so too. How about it? Wow. I feel good. I feel really good about this. Um, I'm going to tell you how good I feel about it in our next segment, Jackson. <gasps> Which is? The list is life. The list is an absolute good.
2: The list is life.
0: Now, Jackson, I don't know if you've been on Letterboxed in the past day and have looked at have my not. profile lately, so this is good. <gasps> Ooh. So I assume we want to know where everything, everywhere, all at once falls. Yes. So as I mentioned, you texted me when I saw it and you were like, is this the number one movie you've ever seen? And I was like, I need to think about it. I've thought about it, Jackson. And here's where I landed. The Dark Knight changed something in me forever Mm -hmm. just in terms of movie watching. So it is my number one still. I I don't blame you for that.
1: I do not blame you.
0: However, I feel like I have this movie is something I haven't experienced since in like over a decade. And so everything, everywhere, all at once is number two. (gasps)
1: Wow. On the list is life. That's huge. That's like the most
0: like growth almost. I feel like we've seen. I think so. I've never, I think the last movie that I've seen most recently that like, was bumped up this high was that Martin Scorsese movie silence that I talked about once, mm-hmm. but this is the highest growth that's ever occurred from like a new release. Yeah. And I think it's worth it. And this, again, this may be my knee jerk. I'm still sitting in the, the Marvel of it all. The, that's okay. But I am still just like floored by this movie. Um, It's so good. I'd like to see, I am interested to see how it stands the test of time. What did it beat out? If you don't mind me asking, uh, the Godfather. It's over. Haven't the even Godfather. seen it, so I'm sure it's way better. It's over Jaws. It's over Inception. Like it's. Who it's is your these top movies.
1: four uh, different now? Then
0: my top four is The Dark Knight, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Godfather, and Jaws. That's on your letterbox one. That is on my letterbox one. Those are my wow. top four films, and I still can't really believe that I'm saying this, but. That's pretty exciting. My heart feels this strongly about it. I was so moved by this movie.
1: Can I? I, Oh, sorry. Go on.
0: No, that's it. That's all. Oh,
1: I was just gonna say, can I tell you what my, I updated mine because like, I haven't looked at yours either. They're not my like official ones. I kind of like play around with like just ones I really, really love Uh just because like I love so many movies. Like it's, it's hard for me to quantify the top four. Sure. Especially because you you, you kind of want to flex on people a little bit, like oh it's, yeah, you gotta it's switch it up box. You wanna you, it. wanna you wanna you wanna flex on people. So right now, my my four favorites in my favorite slots are the Muppet movie, huge, Aliens, nice, Eternal Sunshine, sick, and Swiss Army Man.
0: Nice. Have you rewatched Swiss Army Man since you watched everything everywhere yet? No, I need to though. I love them both. I honestly don't.
1: I think everything everywhere is telling a better story, mm-hmm. but I think I personally connect a little bit more to Swiss Army Man, as weird as that is. Like for whatever reason, it really clicked for me. Sure, yeah, definitely. And I love the soundtrack, and I also love soundtrack Daniel Radcliffe amazing. playing a corpse. It's so goofy. Um, I got
0: Swiss Army Man at one oh six, by the way.
1: It's so good. Yeah. It's such a good like the Daniels, maybe the best. Like they may be my favorite director directors right now. I don't know. I
0: am so excited to see what I hope that their next like gap is not six years. Yeah. Like I'd love to see a movie next year. I mean, they turned down directing Loki by the way to do this movie. Oh, they did. They were directed. They got offered episodes of Loki. I think ah. it might've just been Daniel Kwan that actually got the offer, but they turned that down and were like, no, we're going to make our own multi thing, which is good, which is cool. So they, they said no to the big machine and went to a24 key, own movie i
1: wouldn't hate it if they did like a dc movie i think that'd be pretty fun be but cool i would
0: funny. like to just see them make their own stuff for a little longer though
1: like a million percent yeah I, I just there's something about marvel that just like sucks all the creative style out of most of the movies that like i would hate to see them go over there yeah
0: so make it like pull up pull a matt reeves and make a standalone something like that like
1: that's what I'm saying. Like if, if you're going to, I want to see them do like a crazy blockbuster, but mm-hmm. like if you're going to do an IP, do DC, because they definitely let the creative styles like stay definitely in their stuff. So
0: definitely. Um. So yeah, that's, uh, it's also my number one, a 24 movie I've ever seen also. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, big day over here. So that's what I got for you. That was the list is life. Love everyone. it um should we move on to our final segment jackson
1: let's do it i'll
0: have what she's having
1: i'll have what she's having
0: oh boy recommendations people uh what you got jackson
1: uh go see this movie everything everywhere all at once it's amazing it's perfect you need to watch it go watch the swiss army man yes for the exact same reasons um and then I think the Batman is out on HBO Max this week. I think.
0: Oh yeah, I think you're right. So go watch that again because that's a banger. Do you want to tease what we're doing next week because of the release of the oh, Batman?
1: Yeah. Okay. So f- because next week, in honor of releasing the Batman, and because it's my birthday next week, whoop, and I want to do whoop. I want to do like something nerdy for my own creative juices or whatever like yeah we are going to do like it's not really a draft but we're going to be dividing up like prominent dc characters and we're going to pitch like a movie with like directors and actors and villains and like we're going to make our own rough cut retrospective dc cinematic universe where we each pitch like solo movies and then we'll pitch maybe live we'll do like a pitch of like a combined like they all come together and do like a like a justice league team up or something so mm-hmm. it should so, be really fun i'm really excited for it um i could not sleep i was so excited thinking about it last night which is <laughs> so stupid jackson but, did not
0: go to bed till 5 a.m right
1: i yeah it was rough it was really rough
0: rough cut rough
1: cut.
0: Well, so look forward to that and listen to that episode because jackson put a lot of time into thinking about it so yeah that's and i'm excited and dc execs if you're listening if and if you want us to take over your your movie studio call listen. us call us we're ready um it's amazing and then also early happy birthday to jackson which was what i oh, really happening. you're so welcome um sweet anything else i think that's it amazing um i'll throw out the plug again for everything everywhere all at once go see this i think it's it's, it's been in sort of limited wide release. I think it's expanding week by week now. So hopefully it's playing in a theater near you now. Um, you want to get your secrets of Dumbledore action in and you want to go <laughs> see the really powerful gay representation that is not there. Is that a secret? <gasps> Here's the is secret. it actually? Like, I don't know. Like Is that actually a secret? I don't it know. It probably is, right? Like, if it is, like, God dang it. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I don't know. I don't know where this franchise is. I, I'm going to go. You know what? Here. Watch <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald also this week, if you're me, because I haven't seen that movie. Um, And I got to get that all the sucks. lore, man. I got to get all the lore. But um, so check that out, I guess. Also, didn't they
1: say, that they, didn't they, say they were done making uh those movies?
0: They said I read it something I think two days ago said they were going to see how this performed before they get yeah. the fourth and fifth one because they were going to make a fourth and a fifth one. Yeah. But they're going to wait to see how this performs. And I guess if it doesn't, they're just scrapping it.
1: How much do you think it has to make before they greenlight two more?
0: At least. At least $300 million. at the World Oh, you White think Box the bar's office. that low? I think it's that low right now. I don't know. What crimes are, actually, let me check what crimes of Grindelwald made. Because that can be our that can be our litmus. That can be our litmus test. Because I mean. Listen, Uncharted made like 300 million or something, and I'm pretty sure they're making another one of those. I don't mm-hmm. know, but uh, let's see. Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, so worldwide. Well, domestic box office, I should say, it only made $160 million. But worldwide, it made $650 million. So I think that's the bar, actually, okay. worldwide.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, if it doesn't make... Like seven hundred million or something like that. Like that might be the bar.
0: I'd say that. I, like it. it's
1: crazy. Like Harry Potter used to reckon crazy money. I feel like.
0: Yeah, you didn't even need to know what was happening. It was a yeah. hair, by name only. You got in there, but when people yeah. hear Fantastic Beasts, I don't think people get. It's
1: it's, it's a weird like one.
0: Them, the, yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. And then finally, I'm gonna shout out uh, that Moon Knight is an exceptional show. And I'm having a blast watching.
1: I need it. to see episode three still. I think I'm watching that tonight, but I've heard good things.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited by the weirdness of Moon Knight and also the again the confusion of I don't know what's happening. So
1: yeah, I love it. I think I've gathered that comic fans are not uh, like of Moon Knight are not super happy with it, but like as someone who doesn't like know that I'm enjoying it.
0: Uh, so. Yeah, as am I.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> like I feel bad for them because like I'm sure it could be better probably, but for what it is, I'm I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I am too. So check that out. And then I, th- I think that's it. I still haven't seen ambulance. I'm gonna get on that this week. <laughs> Got to. I've heard crazy things. Yeah. So so yeah, that's it. Um, we did it. Woo-hoo. Yay. Thank you for uh, listening in this in this universe. And if you're listening from another multiverse, thank you for that. Um Jackson, where can the people follow us in this universe? They can follow us on Instagram at roughcut underscore pod amazing give us some likes give us some follows mm-hmm. like our stories listen to our podcast
1: comment on it because then the people who interact with it are people who we reach out to be guests on our show which is true
0: this is true if you're a fan we'll bring you on yeah let us know we love we're, you we're having you a, us back. heck yeah we're having a new one on in a couple of weeks that we've never had mm-hmm. that's a, that's yeah, a, that's yeah, I'm a excited. tease uh, if you're listening you know who you are mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah Well, we'll see you guys next week for some DC action because you need more of that. Booyah.
1: Booyah. We love you. Be good. Be safe. Hi.
0: Bye. In case I don't see you. Good
1: afternoon, good evening, and good night.